say, I'd, uh, yeah, I just upgraded uh, like this afternoon uh, from basic to you know the, the a licensed version of Zoom. So it's like I was relegated down to forty minutes, and now it's like okay, well, I have all the time in the world. So, <laughs> all right. So how you doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you? Not too shabby. So um, this is actually we're recording this on Tuesday. You guys are going to be going on tour on Thursday, correct? Yes. And then this one will air tomorrow night. So what I'll do is okay. I'm going to go ahead and put a rush and I get it out there by tomorrow. Actually, it'll be out uh, by midnight tonight. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I saw you guys at WIDS uh, here a couple months ago um, in Melbourne, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, had an awesome time, you know, listen, you know watching you all live. Um, so... Now, am I wrong in my thinking? Did I hear you guys right that you had um, started in Canada and you mm -hmm. moved to Orlando? Correct, yes. Okay. Awesome. So what made you want to move to Orlando? <laughs> so many reasons. I'm not going to lie to you and not say that Disney World didn't affect that decision at all. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> I've wanted to move to the States pretty much my entire life. I've always really wanted to live in the States because it's just so much easier for touring, how much closer everything is. Like in the same amount of driving distance that I could hit like 10 states in Canada, I could hit like three cities. So it's just like a lot more um, convenient for like the sake of being a touring band to be in the States. And there's just also like a much bigger metal scene here. I mean, there's obviously a lot more people in the US than right. in Canada. So there's a lot more metal fans here. Like I just kind of always felt like my industry is here. So this is where my work is. Um, and then when it came to choosing a state, I was like, it kind of doesn't matter what state we live in. We just kind of need like a home base to start every tour from. So I was like, I'm going to go where the weather's nice. Uh, the cost of living is cheap and I can go to Disney World on all my days off so i kind of yeah, just ended up in florida i didn't really plan <laughs> on it i just kind of showed up here <laughs> now also um whenever i saw you guys uh i guess you had an interim drummer that was your boyfriend at the time or yes okay and i see on your facebook that y'all recently got engaged or was that quite a bit a long ago uh that was in september so about six months ago okay still recent so, yeah <laughs> So still, still recent. Sorry, uh, <laughs> forgive me. I'm 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 drinking a beer, so <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so, um, how did y'all come up with the name Living Dead Girl? I mean, me personally, I'm a Rob Zombie fan, so immediately <laughs> I went to Rob Zombie. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, though, that is not where I got the name from. Um, it just kind of is just like a coincidence, I guess you could say. Um. I came up with the name when I was like 15 years old and I first started jamming with a band, I guess you could call it, um, at my parents' house. And I came up with the name because I wanted something that like suited me and that people would know like right away when they heard it, okay, it's a female fronted metal band, like something that just like tells you what it is before you even click on it. Um, right. And I also thought it was important that, you know, it's not like a first grade reading level. It's easy to spell. No one's going to mix it up. No one's going to forget it. <laughs> so it's very right. like simple and to the point. Um, but also, so where I came up with this exact name was my parents told me the story about how when I was born, the doctor thought I was a stillborn for the first like few minutes of being alive. Um, apparently, when I was born, I would, did not come out, you know, like screaming, crying the way babies usually do. I was just completely still and quiet. And my skin was like gray and blue. So 
my mom told me the story when I was like 12 years old. She was like, oh yeah, when you were born, we thought we were, you, we thought you were dead. And I thought that was so cool when she told me that. Cause like by age 12, you know, I was already listening to like Marilyn Manson yeah. and wearing black lipstick and thinking I was so edgy and cool. So when my mom told me that they thought I was dead, I was like, that's so fitting. I was born dead. Like, okay. that's why I'm like Gothic now. I was like, that's just so fitting. So I just called myself living dead girl. And like when I was like a child and thought this was so cool. And that's that became kind of like our stage name. Um, and then I found, yeah, I figured out that it was also Rob Zombie song, like a little, a little bit later, not not long <laughs> after. Um, and I, I already did all the checking, everything, made sure it's not a copyright infringement, which is not song title and artist name are not the same category. So, Rob Zombie's not going to come sue me, thankfully. <laughs> right, right on. No, it was, it was funny because like I'm actually um, in the process of uh, putting together a Rob Zombie or White Zombie tribute band. So it's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, he's always been my hero. It's like whenever I first saw them as White Zombie for the Sexorcisto Devil Music Volume One on Headbangers Ball, and he was painting the set in the back, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to be just like that guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, but yeah, um, you know, whenever I heard you all, uh, on stage, I mean, you, you have a, a unique style, um, Thank you. and I, I really admire the, the hard work and the dedication that you guys put in, especially like with the backing tracks, the backing tracks were very, um, I guess, um, new for an old school guy like me um but i i've kind of uh i've kind of embraced it because i mean bands like falling in reverse and and stuff like that are using these backing tracks and i think it brings out a whole unique feature of of the live experience mm. so um where i mean where are some of your inspiration coming from for your uh your your music so I grew up listening to like a pretty equal amount of rock music and pop music. I've always really loved both of those genres. So when it comes to making my own music, I don't like to label something. I don't like to be like, this needs to be like, I hate the people that just completely, this isn't goth, post, hardcore, grunge, death metal. Like, I don't care. I don't care right. about the label. I don't care what it's called. I don't care about the title. I'm just making music. I'm having fun doing it. I don't care what you want to label it or call it. Like, I'm not in the studio going, this needs to be more gothic, more, more industrial or more like, I just make it. I have fun doing it. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to a name on it. So when it comes to like making music, I didn't even care what genre it was. I was like, I want it heavy. I want to showcase my screams. I love down tuned guitars and cool riffs, but I also oh, yeah. love the catchiness and the hook part of pop music. I was like, I want the chorus to be radio music, but I also want to be screaming in the verses. So we kind of right. had like a bit of an experiment when we were in the studio trying to see, okay, how heavy can we get and how poppy can we get while still staying within the same song? It obviously has to tr like transition nicely. It can't just be two different songs glued together. They need to work together. So right. the first song that we made that like really, you know, like was that style was Exorcism. And then the second that we made that song, we were done it. I said to my producer, I was like, that's it. That's what the entire album needs to sound like. It is so catchy, so poppy, so radio friendly, but it's so friggin' heavy at the same time. I'm like, it is literally oh, yeah. both of the worlds in one. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, it's like a mixture of things. Like I grew up listening to like everything. I mean, like my dad listened to like Van Halen and Pink Floyd. So I always had some like classic rock playing in our household, but I also loved like Avril Lavigne and Hilary Duff and, Christina Aguilera and Pink, like every 
girl my age did at the time. Oh, yeah, so when I came to making my own music, I needed to take both of those loves and mix them together. Okay. Well, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on the uh, the new Demi Lovato uh, hard rock album? Thank you for bringing that up. I've been listening to it nonstop. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. I have never been a Demi Lovato fan personally because, well, like when people would say the name Demi Lovato, like um, I would just think of like Camp Rock, like the like Disney show. Like I didn't realize she had just put out like a, a rock album until I heard people raving about it. people were saying it's amazing. So I was like, I'm not a gatekeeper. Like I'm not gonna be like oh, I don't like it before I haven't heard it. I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna sit down and listen to this. Exactly. And I, let me tell you, I commute to work every day and I have not stopped listening to it like on repeat. I sing <laughs> along to it in the car. I think it's amazing. The vocals on it are just incredible. Absolutely amazing. You know, something else that, you know, a lot of people gatekeep on, you know, and, and uh, my older boys um, are, are the same way. Um, I, I've recently come across the uh, the genre of sludge which I freaking love it um, because it, it brings like bossa nova in with uh, um, like metal and it's got some, you know, some old school dubstep and, and stuff like that. <laughs> One of the names that pops out in my head is Kim Dracula. I, I, I <laughs> love Kim Dracula. I mean, if you haven't heard of him, definitely go listen. But, okay. um, <laughs> but um, I mean, it is funny because I, 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 played one of uh, their songs uh, the other night for my older boys because we're going to the Falling in Reverse Avenged Sevenfold uh, concert in West Palm or West Palm mm. or Fort Lauderdale um, and Kim I just found out that Kim Dracula is uh, is opening up for them and my kids mm. my, my older boys are like well who's that and I'm like you, you don't know who Kim Dracula is and they're like no and I was like go listen <laughs> so they, they listen they're like I think this is a, a band that has an identity crisis. And I was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> they, they're, they're branching everything. And I, and I freaking love it. I love like, artists who do that. And I don't, I don't understand when people will say like, oh, you need to pick your, like your niche and stick with it. Like I've always loved Avril Lavigne and she's pretty much dabbled in like every genre. Like some of her songs are borderline country. Some of them are like more like, electronic and more pop some of them are more rock some are more pop punk like she's done everything over the past 20 years and every time she releases a new album i always see the reviews coming out before it's out i'm always reading some curious and people are like she's been doing this 20 years and still doesn't know what her style is and i'm like but that is her style she has the voice of an angel and she can sing everything so why right. wouldn't she sing everything <laughs> like yeah. i love artists who don't care about oh i have to fit in this box but just express themselves however they want to i love that you know, one of my favorite Avril Lavigne stories, I mean, it wasn't so much about the Avril Lavigne uh, part of it, but it was the other artist that was involved in the story. Um, Nine Inch Nails was going to a um, an autograph signing at a Virgin Megastore. Uh, and whenever they walked in, he was with his publicist, and he looked over and he saw Avril Lavigne's new album for $9.99, and then he saw his album for $19.99. So he asked the manager of the store to come over and he said, you know, why is that? You know, because, you know, her album came out the same time I did. Why is mine $10 more than hers? And the store manager said something really, really stupid. He goes, well, because, you know, we know that your fans will pay that and her, you know, that hers will sit on the shelf and he goes well you can either raise hers to 19.99 or you can uh bring mine down to 9.99 and he was like well no that's not what we're gonna do and he goes then we're gonna pull all of my albums out of your stores mm. and they did 
So yeah. Trent Reznor was, I mean, in, in my opinion, he always stands up to giants like that because he has an appreciation for everybody's music, you know, mm. and, and I, I, I freaking love that about him. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> so going back to your music, um, my 11 year old, uh, the other day, uh, I was, um, watching your video for exorcism mm. and he came in and he goes, who's this? And he's been pretty much right by my side this entire time for Florida Metal Radio. Um, he's actually interviewed a couple bands. He's not here tonight. Otherwise, he wanted to be on this one as well. <laughs> but he, um, he, he absolutely, like, he'll play his video games with Exorcism on in the background. <laughs> I so love that. <laughs> it, it, it's freaking awesome. Uh, he's the only sixth grader that actually wears local metal um, shirts and merch uh, to his class. So he's completely and totally repping the scene. <laughs> I love that so much. That's awesome. <laughs> so I see you got some guitars in the background. Do you also play or? I do, but not very well. <laughs> okay. Not, not well enough that I would like play on the album when I could just have you know, like someone more talented than me do it. <laughs> but like, I do, I do play a little bit. I mostly like play acoustic guitar while I practice singing at home. Okay. You just, just to uh, kind of get like a riff going or something to that effect. So uh, for like inspiration, right? Yeah. Like I play acoustic guitar and piano, both just enough to like accompany myself while I sing. And that's just like one of my like at home practices that I do, but that doesn't mean I'm like, ballsy enough to like bring out a guitar on stage and like like I was thinking about learning like even one or two songs to add to the live show for me to just right. even do the rhythm section but I don't know I've never considered myself a guitarist I've always considered myself a vocalist and guitar was just like this thing that I can kind of like do all right but I'm not gonna like brag and say I'm a guitarist no I think it would be uh pretty <laughs> badass if you brought maybe a keyboard out there and just like mm. you know that that would be pretty cool um, yeah, like I, mean, I did learn exorcism to actually be able to play the guitar part in the video. And we actually, have, I don't want to spill too many beans. We do have some more videos coming out where I did play guitar in them. So like I was taught okay. the song before we filmed it and I actually did play guitar in the video. So I could play them live. It's just, I, I'm always more focused on the vocals. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, whenever we were there and um, uh, at WIDS, and I noticed that uh, there was one tr was a one or two tracks that you were having a problem hearing the uh, the backing tracks, and uh, the guy that was that was running the sound and everything, uh, the promoter uh, Anthony. Um, it, it was funny because I was like, "Dude, you better hurry up and go get uh, get on that." <laughs> and um, he started laughing. He was like, "Okay, all right, I'll take care of it." But um, no, I mean, I, I would love to see you guys again. What? do you guys have in store i mean do you have new music coming out i know that you're going on tour on thursday mm. so what do you have for new music coming out for new music um we do have a single coming out this summer right before we kick off our tour in august with raven black so we do have a single that's coming out alongside a music video um and then when we release that single it will come with its own announcement for more new music sweet yes. so so basically the uh the the uh single is going to be like a teaser for an ep or 
Yeah, like it's basically like show, like it'll come showing what else is in the works, if that makes sense. Like it'll be okay. announced yeah. alongside it. Right on. Okay. All right. So, you know, we talked about your uh, some of your, your influence and everything. And um, you had mentioned um, Marilyn Manson. Um, I mean, with everything that's going on with Marilyn Manson in the the music world and just basically in the world in general, um, what are your thoughts on, I mean, I, me personally, I love his music, always have loved his music, always will love his music, but a lot of people um, are shunning everything that he's ever done because of his personal life. What, what are your hmm. thoughts on that? I kind of like to not play into that stuff i don't think it's fair as an outsider because even i know as the tiny public figure i am i'm nowhere near the level of Marilyn manson and even i know as the tiny little person uh public figure that i am how many people don't know me but have opinions on me or will say she did this or this happened and i'm like who are you that never happened that's not true so i can't even imagine at the level of someone who's like a household name how many people don't know them and assume that they do or how many people try to get involved in their life or try to make things up that didn't happen like I can't even imagine how much bigger of a scale that happens on and I really don't think it's fair as a public person who doesn't know someone to believe things about someone if you don't know what happened I don't think that's fair I don't think it's right to you know make accusations if you don't know what happened you weren't there so I kind of like whenever anyone starts talking about any celebrity's personal life I don't care I don't want to hear it. I don't know what this person did. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. Um, I, if they make incredible music, then I love their music, period. Right. I don't I don't care. I have personally met some artists who were rude to me and I still like their music. That's okay. Maybe they were having a bad day. They're human. Like, I don't know. And that was a personal experience. Oh, Whereas yeah. when it's something that didn't affect me personally, like, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. So right. if I like the music, I'm going to still listen to the music. And that's that's kind of how, you know where I land uh, on that particular topic is because you know I, I I've always liked his music. I met him whenever he was with Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids back in 1993. Oh, um, amazing! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was in South Florida, and I, um, I it was funny because he was opening up for Nine Inch Nails, um, mm. and whenever they were opening up for Nine Inch Nails. Um, he had did a set, uh, they got off stage, and he was out in the crowd with the rest of us as we were watching Nine Inch Nails set. And um, I bumped into him, and I was like, hey, how you doing? And he was like, hey, what's happening? And I was like, oh, we're, you know, Marilyn Manson? And he goes, yeah, and he introduced himself as Brian at the time. So um, it was it was really cool and surreal because, I mean, I I knew him as where we are right now, you know, where you are, you know, um, in your, you know, public figure, you know, where I am in my public figure, you know, and it's like, I met him whenever he was starting and it's a completely different person. Um, and over the years, it's just like, I've seen so many different people drag his name through the mud. And I, I mean, I've always liked his music. So I mm. mean, his art is what I liked. I mean, if, if all of that stuff was true, it's none of my business and i just mm. i don't think that you know it it affected his his craft in any way shape or form i mean that's just my opinion mm. i also just don't think cancel culture is very fair because look what happened with johnny depp he got fired right. from disney he lost his biggest paying contract everyone immediately jumped on him attacking him, calling him a, one, a woman beater 
And then he wins in court for defamation. So I don't think it's fair for people to just jump on people and attack them when they weren't there. They don't know what happened. It's not your business. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so you're going on this tour with, uh, who's the band that you're going on tour with on Thursday? The Almas. The Almas. Okay. Now, is that going to be, um, you know, multi-venue or, I mean, how many shows are you guys playing with them? So if I remember correctly, I have so many tour dates booked right now that like my brain is just trying to like remember them in order. <laughs> if I remember correctly, they aren't on the first three shows of this tour, but they are on the rest of it. So I believe it is five or six shows we are playing with them. I think it's five shows. Okay. Now, are you guys headlining that uh, the uh, this tour or? We are, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, is this going to be across the state of Florida? Is this going to be up into Georgia? I mean, where are you guys uh, taking this show? This one's kind of just like a little circle around Florida, if you will. Like, we start in Jacksonville, Florida. That is the only Florida date on this run, unfortunately, but there are more coming this year, I promise. So we start in Jacksonville, Florida this Thursday, May 4th. Um, then we're going up to South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Alabama. So we're kind of just like doing a little circle back to okay. Orlando. Right on. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that because, I mean, you got to get your music out there and give everybody a chance to uh, to see you all. So I'm excited to hit Alabama because that's the that's one of the states we haven't been to yet. So we've played like Florida, we've played North Carolina, South Carolina, stuff, but we've never been to Alabama. So I just like going to new places to cross them off the list. You know, I, I, I completely and totally concur with that. I mean, I, I've been to so many different states. It's so cool to see the different cultures and stuff and to hear the different music. I mean, um, there was like a there was a band up there in Alabama uh, that I saw up in Pensacola one time. Uh, they had mm. come down to a local show and uh, they, it was kind of a cross between thrash and country. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I was like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> was like, it was amazing. And I was like, okay. So I, and I know that I've got their name written down here somewhere. I mean, cause I usually take notes whenever, you know, I actually go to live shows. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was, you know, freaking amazing. But anyways, um, no, I mean, good for you guys for this, this tour. Uh, and then you've got the, uh, the other one, Raven Black, that you're going to be uh, going on tour with too, or? Yes. So in August, we are direct support for Raven Black. Um, the tour with her begins in Utah though. So we have a lot of routing dates leading up to it. So okay. on the routing dates, it is just Living Dead Girl headlining, not with Raven Black, just to like get us. From the drive to from Florida to Utah without just going straight, we're going to stop and play shows along the way. So oh, nice. we're going through Texas, uh, um, Wyoming, uh, Colorado, Oklahoma, like so many places that we've never been to before. We have been to Texas, but all the other ones I've listed, we haven't played before. So it's just really exciting because like I'm from Canada, so I oh, haven't yeah. <laughs> I haven't visited a lot of these places yet. And I never would otherwise if I wasn't in a band like I've been to so many random cities and random states like. In the middle of nowhere and gone to like so many cool places that most people from toronto like don't normally go to so it's just like cool i love traveling and just like seeing like what the music scene is like in each of these cities oh yeah yeah and, and it's so fantastic because like i said you know you get bands like out of alabama that are, are fusing thrash and country and then i mean you might go out to utah and you might find something just completely and totally that blows your mind and you're going to be like mm. oh my gosh and you know and it's 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 by region 
I mean, mm. you, you hear a lot of Florida bands, and, and a lot of Florida bands have, you know, kind of a, a, a similar sound with, you know, to each other. But, I mean, you go to North Carolina, it's completely different. So yeah. It, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with you touring and everything, I mean, and you're, you're pretty young. Uh, I mean, how does this... I mean, is this checking off like a lot of your your bucket list as as a as a young person or it is, yeah. I honestly cannot picture my life in any other direction. Like I never had a backup plan. I always just knew I'm going to be a singer. I don't care if it's difficult, I don't care if it's expensive, I don't care if it's absolutely exhausting and kind of ruins my life sometimes. I'm gonna do it. And anytime something seemed like, oh, maybe this isn't working out or maybe this is too difficult, like trying to figure out how to get the work visa to move to the States, trying to figure out how I had to buy our tour van in Canada and drive it down here because I couldn't buy a car in Florida and figure out all these logistics. Like every time something like has seemed impossible, I'm like, but this is what I wanted to do. This is what I signed up for. I will figure it out one way or another because I just keep reminding myself. I'm like, if, if it's not this, then what else would I be doing? Like, right. this is the only plan my life has. I don't want a normal job. I don't want to sit in an office. I could never. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a musician. That's it, period. Exactly. So <laughs> getting and, and, to travel with my friends and play music and meet other bands and see all these different places that I would never go to otherwise, I'm like, this is this is it for me. I don't want to do anything else. That's amazing. And you've got, you know, so much, you know, going on for you. I mean... And right now, seeing you know from the outside looking in, just you know browsing your Facebook, um, and I'm just so happy for you with everything that life has been throwing at you so far. You know, uh, you you're going places, and you know I, I'm really really happy to see that for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So we're definitely going to have to uh, get you guys back to Melbourne sometime. Um, hopefully. Absolutely. It, in a place that uh, we can have have a stage, uh, we've, been, <laughs> we've been looking for you know more venues in the area that has stages and that you guys mm. are you know playing on the floor in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> every time I play a floor show, like every time we walk in and see that, like we always joke now we call it a Denny's show because of that viral video of that band playing in a Denny's. I think I even said at Woods, I was like, "What the fuck is up, Denny's?" Like as a joke because. Right. Every time I've been like not on a stage, that's immediately where my brain goes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, um, so we we talked about you know you got the new stuff coming up. Um, uh, how many albums do you guys have out right now? And where could like somebody just catching on to you guys right now? Where would they be able to find uh, your your discography? So we have a full-length album, Exorcism, that came out in June of 2021. So it's still pretty fresh. It's not, it's not like old yet. Um, it came, it came out June 2021, and it is available everywhere, like Spotify, iTunes. I guess now it's not called iTunes; it's Apple Music. Um, right. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. There's some music videos. We have an official website, LivingDeadGirl.ca. Everything is on there as well. Um, and then we did just release a covers EP. So Exorcism is all originals, and then we have a covers EP as well called not that innocent that came out february 24th of this year um so it is five early 2000 pop songs like we're talking britney spears hillary duff avril Lavigne, nice. but we kind of rewrote them to be metal songs um yeah. and that just came out this year and it is on all the same places once you find exorcism it'll be listed right beside it 
So when you type in so, Living Dead Girl, you'll probably find Rob Zombie first, but scroll down a little bit, <laughs> see a picture of my face. That one's me. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, I, I did see that you guys had quite a bit of merchandise also at the show. Um, so mm-hmm. where could they find or buy a uh, Living Dead Girl shirt or, or other merchandise? Our online store is at livingdeadgirl.ca. Just remember that it's .ca and not .com because I bought it when I lived in Canada. And then, so forward slash shop, you will find it all on the website. We have like a huge online store. If you thought that was a lot of the show, we have like 10 times more online. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, it was funny. Whenever I first started Florida Metal Radio, I started in uh, 2020, uh, at the beginning of 2020. And I, I pretty much did everything it's like i had florida metal radio uh shower curtains florida metal wow. radio <laughs> um oven mitts um shoes boots uh just mm. any, anything that I, I would put my my logo on and why uh, not it's branding <laughs> i know exactly you know get one of the color changing cups you know it says florida metal mm. radio when it's black whenever it's white then it's got the logo on it exactly mm. <laughs> so I am looking forward to whenever you guys come back down this way. Um, I mean, even if it's, uh, you know, an Orlando show, I would definitely come over and, and check you guys out. Now, is there anything else that you guys, um, I mean, with music, tours, anything like side projects or? Um, not really side projects other than I'm, I'm the two things I'm focusing on in my life right now are living dead girl. And the fact that I'm getting married next year. So I don't have room in my brain for anything else. <laughs> so uh, when did you guys set the date? Uh, it's for April 30th of next year. So like exactly a year from now. That's awesome. It is. It's awesome. But it's it's a lot to think about. It's like when you're, when you're really focused on like touring and stuff, we're like, wait, we're like, when are we having like our Jack and Jill and like our bridal shower and our bachelorette. Party. I'm like, I'm like looking at our tour schedule and I'm like, when are we doing these things? Right. <laughs> no, I just, I remember how much work it was whenever I, I mean, I, I got married into, I'm sorry, in 1999. Uh, oh, the year I was born. <laughs> that's the year that my oldest son was born too. <laughs> it was funny because his mom was five months pregnant whenever we got married and nobody <laughs> knew. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now, I just remember how much work it was back then. And I mean, I could only imagine, you know, you guys got, a, you know, flowers, photography and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm actually excited for you guys. So, I mean, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's always a big thing. And uh, everybody should experience it once in life, you know, mm-hmm. at least once in life. But, I hope uh, I only experience it once. <laughs> yeah, please. Just <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> exactly. You know, and if you think being in a band is is a lot of work, <laughs> try being married. <laughs> so many people have said that to me. I'm like, well, I cook dinner in lingerie and high heels, so I think I've got half of it figured it out. <laughs> that's that's true. That's about yeah. half of it. <laughs> yeah, he he shouldn't have any complaints after that point. So. <laughs> All right. So um, thank you so much for being on here with me. Like I said, I'm going to have this up later on this evening. Um, Sounds good. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I mean, you as well. Thank you. I I can't believe, uh, I mean, our time has passed as fast as it has. I mean, we're 
what? Oh, wow. Almost, <laughs> for, almost 40 minutes into this? Yeah, it just like flowed. It didn't feel that long. Nah, not at all. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, um, me being the dumbass that I am, go ahead and uh, give us the names of your uh, the, the, everybody that's in the band. <laughs> uh, we have Johnny Law on guitar, Jordan Storing on bass, and Steve Haining on drums. Okay. And that's your fiance. Yes. And then I'm Molly Rennick. My name isn't actually Living Dead Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> Need to write down the different notes then. Um, so <laughs> All right, Molly. Well, thank you very much for being on the show with us again. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start getting to editing. And like I said, I will have this up. You guys are awesome. Um, thank you so I much. I will always be a fan, especially after that first time that I caught you guys. And uh, I will support you anytime that you're in town. Thank you. I didn't want to say it like during the interview because it's not announced yet. I want to wait till it's confirmed, obviously. But we are playing in Satellite Beach in October. That's like really close to Melbourne, is it not? Yeah, it's actually closer to I'm me. I'm learning my Florida geography, but. <laughs> it's actually closer to me because Melbourne, I have to go past Satellite Beach to get to Melbourne. From okay. Yeah, we're. Planning on, we're waiting for the like. It's gotta be like confirmed, obviously, but we're supposed to be opening for the Soap Girls in Satellite Beach. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are, uh, since you're gonna be in Satellite Beach, if you ever want to stop in the studio, I have um, the studio set up for like acoustic sets and stuff like that. So you, guys oh, perfect. Want, you guys can come on in. Where's my doorbell? That's weird. Sorry, someone just rang my doorbell. No one ever does that, so I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I have it set up for uh, acoustics. Uh, so if you guys, I mean, just say, hey, you know, we're in town. You know, you, uh, you're more than welcome to stop in. And Sounds good. Uh, we would let... wanting to do more acoustic stuff, so that's a good idea. Awesome. So I'm just going to grab my door real quick. <laughs> no worries. Hi. All right. All right. I'm just going to, uh, I got to go. Sorry. Okay, no problem. But thank you so you much later. for having me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.